Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. I'm excited to be here today with Cody Sizemore. I am your co-host, Maria Casillas. And before we get started today, I want to just remind you that we absolutely love seeing you in our Facebook group, and we love to see and read your reviews. So we encourage you to, if you like this episode or any episode in the past, to go ahead and let us know that. We appreciate that. We even appreciate the critical reviews so that we know how to make Make this even better for you. All right, you guys, I have been seeing this trend in a lot of the coaches that we're coaching here at New Money Habits and also in my personal uh, practice as well. And that is this whole thing of overthinking. Now, I will admit to you that I tend to be an overthinker sometimes too, and it's something that I have to be very aware of and be very intentional with. Um, but it's so funny when you like you know that about yourself, and then all of a sudden you see it cropping up in so many other areas. And so I just want to find out from you, Cody, are you seeing this as well in your practice? A ton. Um, okay. Yeah, I've had some coaches reach out to me recently and ask me certain questions. Um, okay. I'm also part of a... Uh, um, like a business coaching group as well. Uh-huh. Um, yep. and, uh, you know, it's, it comes up in there quite a bit as well. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's like paralysis by the analysis and it's just like, yes. man, like just chill. <laughs> yes. Yes. In fact, it's funny that you say that because one of the people that I'm thinking of right now, I actually set up an appointment with him. So I, I, we, we are coaching him and, um, he's actually part of our master class. And we have, I always tell people, look, if you're a client of ours, you have full access to me at any time through email, even if we're not doing sessions. And this particular client, we have such long emails back and forth that I feel like half of the time we're coaching through the emails. But there was one time that he reached out to me and I just said, you know what? I would really rather just have a quick conversation with you about this because otherwise this email is going to get too long. And so um, I specifically said to him that in my calendar, I wrote his name, which will remain unstated right now, but I put dash paralysis analysis or analysis paralysis. And I said, that is how I actually named the session for today because I'm like, this is what you're stuck in. And uh, so it's so funny that you mentioned that because that's one of the reasons that I brought this up today. So, I love that you said that you are having actual coaches reach out to you about this as well, because I knew that it was likely you had this from clients, but I didn't realize you had it from coaches. And then you said you're also part of a business mastermind where other coaches and or business owners are stuck with the same thing too. Where the heck do you think it comes from? People just want to get things right. Right. Mm -hmm. I knew you were going to say that. Yes. 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 That's pretty much what it is. They're they're looking to be perfect um, Mm -hmm. and to not mess up. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and personally, I think that perfectionism is a nicer way of saying that you have a lot of uh, self-doubt. Um, 
Because if you really think about it, if you really unpack it, that's what perfectionism is. It's like, well, I, I'm not going to do this or I can't do this until it's absolutely perfect. Because if it's not perfect, then I suck. <laughs> right? Well, you just you just drew a quick line. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is, right? Yes. Yeah, so if you take away all the spiraling, then yeah, it usually is a direct line to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or I might say that people would say, if I don't do this perfectly, others will think that I suck. And that, I think that also is where like, you know, sometimes it's just that fear of what others will think of us. And if we're being honest, that only matters if it, if it's something that you think is um, true yourself. So yeah, forget I said any of that and just draw your direct line from if it's not perfect, I suck. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like you said, there's been several uh, instances in your life where you've noticed this recently. I have also uh, noticed it recently. Um, and a lot of people will, will reach out to me. So, you know, I've had some people who are listening to this podcast who mm-hmm. reached out and asked questions like this recently. Um, I've also had in that business um, coaching group, um, I'm kind of like a what's called a junior coach in that group. So there's like the main coach and then I'm basically like his assistant coach kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then I'm helping with the rest of the group who are also different coaches across different industries. So you Um, have some sense of authority. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yep. So they ask me the same things too. And um, a lot of it has to do with, at least for when they're bringing up to me specifically, uh, they're asking about, you know, different posting strategies or how to talk to people in the, in the DMS to try and get them to move to a phone call. Uh, so you can have like a, uh, consultation with them and, you know, they, they're like, well, how do I, you know, when someone comments on my post, what do I say to them and how do I say it? And, Mm -hmm. you know, when I reach out to them in in the messages, like, do I introduce myself? Do I tell them what I do? Uh, you know, do I go directly for the throat of like, you know, what they commented and just go straight into it? Uh, you know, like, mm-hmm. what do I say? And how do I do this? And and when do I ask them to hop on the phone call? Do I do it right away? Do I wait? Like all this kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> and I'm just like, guys, <laughs> just chill. Right. Um, there are certainly times to where you should put in some like real thought and real intention behind your posting strategies or even your communication strategies. And we've talked about that in the past um, Mm -hmm. on, on this show, you know, like we've unpacked certain posts that I've done that have done really, really well. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of them are kind of longer posts, right? So that's something that, you know, I definitely put a lot of thought into and stuff like that. So there's definitely times for that. But there's so many times that you should just spend 30 seconds or less on a post and just put it up because Mm -hmm. the fact that you're staying consistent and that you're out there and that you're, you know, asking questions and, you know, you're, you're doing things that are starting conversations. That's what's actually important, uh, more so than the value that you're bringing in a Facebook post, uh, more often than not. Um, yeah. And the same thing goes for the DMs. Like, I think that like the biggest thing with that is that people are so focused on the outcome. Mm -hmm. 
They're so focused on the outcome. Let's get Mm -hmm. them on a phone call so we Mm -hmm. can have a consultation. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they are like trying to put on like this professional hat and, you know, steer the conversation to get them on the phone as quickly as possible because that's what they care about. The phone call, the phone call, the phone call, the phone call. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, like if you were to just like not care <laughs> about mm-hmm. that end result and instead mm-hmm. care about the person that you're talking to, the likelihood of you getting the end result is going to be way higher. Yeah. Like how do you talk to these people? Well, you talk to them like they're people, like yeah. they're humans and you show interest and you I can't help. build the relationship. And yes. then if and when it makes sense for you to offer a phone call, then do it. Mm-hmm. Will it take a little bit more time? Yeah. But will it feel a lot better and will you get better results? Yeah. 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 I can't help but think about how many people come through our doors, if you will, and say, I'm a financial coach because... I was doing this thing over here and so many people kept saying, gosh, you're so knowledgeable. You're so helpful. Have you ever considered doing this? I've gotten so much benefit from you, yada, 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 yada. Those same people who have been told by many other people how wonderful they are automatically freeze when they decide they're actually going to start doing this as a as a business, as a living, as, as an yeah. offering. It is so funny. It's like it's really everything, point. all of those instincts that you have, all of those gifts, those talents that you clearly bring to the table, you forget about those because now there's an exchange of money involved. It's so crazy to me. Uh, So what I would, as you're talking about all that, I'm like, yes, all of those things that you just said might take more time. Those are things that you were doing before anyway for no money whatsoever. And oftentimes you were still getting them on a call, but you just weren't focused on that being the issue, right? So like Cody just said, go back to not worrying about the end result and just lean into the process, lean into those things that are instinctual for you. You have a lot of this already under your belt. And that's, I think, where that overthinking is coming in. It's like the overthinking overshadows our true gifts and what we're actually, and our abilities, what we're actually able to do. I'm going to pause and I want you to say that again. Oh, that would require me to have had that in my mind. Okay. Um, that your true instincts and, or that our overthinking tends to overshadow our true abilities. Yes. That's huge. That's huge. Uh, because you're absolutely right. Like the overthinking, it takes away the power that you have. It really does. It really does. And that's why like, you know, when you do overthink and then you do something that doesn't work, you then start thinking about it more. Right. Right. And it's like this snowball of overthinking and then nothing works. And then you're like, well, why isn't anything working? It's because, you know, you overthink in the first place. Right. Yes. Overthink. Is that correct? Overthink. Overthought? Overthought. Overthought (laughs) Overthought in the first place. There you go. That's correct. I didn't Uh, hear that you were even using that past tense, so that's funny. I'm like, yes, that's correct. No, overthought (laughs) is correct. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and I think I want to go back to the idea of analysis, uh, of paralysis, right? So the paralysis part where we're actually stopped somewhere. 
we tend to not move forward if we are stuck in this overthinking phase. And I want to just, I'm going to go ahead and bring up this other individual, the one who I set up the scheduling for that said, you know, analysis paralysis, because what this individual had said was, and if you're listening, I know you know, you're going to identify yourself real here, real quick here. Um, but one of the other coaches had asked this individual to write uh, something or to create something that would be a really good freebie for their, for their audience. Now, this individual is like, okay, I can do that once I know who my audience is. And the way that I'm going to know who my audience is, is to figure out why I'm doing this in the first place and my, like, what is my story and how, like all of that stuff, right? Which I know we've talked about in the past and yet it was the thing that was like going to draw this person back and stall them. In the process of realizing, okay, tell me what you've written, tell me what you've thought about, all of that, I realized that this person was actually conflating three things and using them as if they were all the same thing. And that those three things were origin story and the why, and then the 30-second commercial. And the reason this is important in this moment is because when this person was focusing on one of those things... And then trying to utilize that for another one of those things. So, for example, creating this entire origin story, which was like seven paragraphs long, which ultimately should just be for him to use, right? It's like for him to understand from where he came and how it's going to affect who he is as a coach, etc. That is not what you give to somebody in a 30-second commercial. Mm-hmm. It's also a little different than the underlying why of what you're doing. So it is so important for us. I think the reason this is as important is because when we get stuck in that analysis paralysis, we start conflating all sorts of things and we're never going to get anywhere if we're like, oh, I just need, all I need to do is figure out my origin story. And then all of a sudden we think, well, that's what I need to use for this, you know, this thing over here. No, it's not. So we need to make sure we know what it is that we're trying to figure out. First of all, narrow it down. Focus on one thing so that you can get done with that one thing. Because I'm sure you've heard that old adage, done is the new perfect. Mm -hmm. So let's just get that one thing done and then use it to move on to the next thing. And we can get stuck. I mean, get out of that stuck area of being actually paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you just need to take that one thing. And run with it. And something yes. else that you said earlier, before you went through um, this example with this uh, person who's in the master yeah. class, um, you said that, uh, well, and I actually think that you were building off of me, but you said to basically not focus so much on the outcome mm-hmm. and instead the journey yep. um, or the process, rather. Yep. That whole you know, saying of like, Hey, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Mm -hmm. We have heard that our entire lives. I'm sure that, you know, a lot of you coaches probably say that to a lot of your clients as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but I find it interesting that a lot of the times we struggle to actually embrace that kind of thinking. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but it's absolutely true. Like even with these direct messages, uh, conversations to try and get people on the phone call. If you're so focused on getting them to that destination or that outcome, getting them on the phone call, mm-hmm. they are going to sense that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a sixth sense that we have now 
you know, like we are, we are advertised and sold to like crazy nowadays. It's insane. So we have like this sixth sense of picking (laughs) up on stuff like that. So when you're so focused on that outcome, you're likely not going to have the result that you want simply because of that. Like you, you literally feel sound, smell. I'm not going to say taste, but you feel (laughs) sound and smell like a hungry salesman. Right. Yeah, and, and, and I'm going to throw this out there and then what? So let's say you do get them on the phone call, right? Then yeah. if you're focused entirely on the next destination, that's going to be the sale. And then yeah. you're going to smell and what we're not using taste <laughs> and look all of those things even more sleazy ish because you're so focused on that one outcome. And I, I just really think that if people could go back to what came naturally to them and what, before you made it about you, what, what can you do to, again, turn the table around and make it about them? And I think you said it so well when you were talking about, uh, you know, how, how is it going to serve them and what, what are they going to get out of it? And even though it's going to take a little bit longer, how can you just show up and be there for them? Serve, 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 serve. And I'm telling you, people will start to come because not only are they going to get the results that they're asking for, which will then ultimately get you the results that you're looking for, but they're going to feel empowered in the process. And like you said, either, I don't know if it was today or last week, but that you will get referrals from that because people feel a certain way. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you gotta, like you just said, it will take a little bit more time in order to get, you know, where you want to be. But will it? I'm actually going to, because will it? No, what I'm saying is like with, I'm using the the direct messages. Yep. No, I hear you. I hear you. But I'm I'm going to, we're going to just mindset. Yes. So ultimately the answer is no. Right. right? And why? Um, Why is it not going to take more time? Because you're spending more time speaking to a person before Mm -hmm. you invite them onto a call. Uh But at the end of the day, you're going to have a full meal. Right, like you're gonna have like the number one on the McDonald's menu. You're gonna get the Big Mac with the large fry and the large Coke, right? But if you if you try and you know go through this like as quickly as possible, um, you might get some people to to hop on uh, on a call with you. But uh, you know, at the end of the month, option A is taking your time with people and and building relationships and caring about them. You're gonna get the full large Big Mac meal. Whereas if you try and rush through things for the sake of saving time, you might be able to eat, but it might be something off of like the kids menu or the, or the value menu to where you get like a four piece nugget and a water, you know, like, okay, (laughs) you'll you'll eat, but it won't be this like signature meal that everyone raves about the Big Mac. So it's not going to be that First of all, I'm wondering, are you hungry? Because you straight went to the food. Uh, secondly, could you pitch something besides McDonald's? I mean, come on. I know you've got a better palate than that. Chick-fil-A, um, I don't know. Uh, something. Okay, thirdly. I see chicken <laughs> Thirdly, I just want to say that's not where I was going with it. It's okay that you went there, but I at least want to share what I was where I was going with that. When I say, does it really take more time? I see what you're saying about it taking a little more time with the client, but my my point here is, you're either going to spend that time with your client or you're going to spend that time overthinking. 
Yep. That's where I was going with yep. that. Yep. So True. if you if you are going to use up the time resource anyway, you guys, then use it to serve. Don't worry about staying, getting it all done right. Because if it's the done is the new perfect. That's all we're going to say about that right now. <laughs> and, and know that that time that you're spending is much better spent with someone else. Even if you don't get them on the phone call. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Because yep. you're definitely not going to get them on the phone call if all you're doing is thinking to yourself. Yeah, totally. So, all right, guys. Well, hey, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Be sure to tune in next week for a brand new episode. And we hope that you enjoyed the episode today. Go out and get yourself a Big Mac and we will see you next week. All right. (laughs) Have a good day, guys. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast. Brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.